Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. Hi, I'm Katie. Here we are. And this hey. is the best beer show on the internet. Hey, Casey, can you turn my, yes. my headphones down just a little oh, yep. titch? Well, oh. how's that? <laughs> Nothing. You guys, you guys okay there? Yeah, I'm just really excited to be back in the studio. <laughs> it, it, it took you longer than, than usual to do the welcome to... Yeah, yeah I, was, I was trying to figure out all the buttons again. Yeah, so I got really confused and I almost did it and I was like, Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are back in the studio uh, again. Uh, so hopefully all of the weird audio things that have plagued us in the past should be solved. And yeah, it's weird. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, first, I got to do the whole ad thing. So the American Homebrewers Association does a lot to support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. During the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select taprooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link above our homepage and join today. I also want to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson and Devin Stinson. If you'd like to be as awesome as our patrons, head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today. And if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindestudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage, do your Amazon shopping as normal, and we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. really helps us out. Brian. What have you been up to, beer-related men? Oh, man. Uh, A few things. Uh, Well... I just wanted to make the point that since I haven't been able to, or maybe I have made this point, I don't know, uh, but since I haven't been able to go to bars to get pints of weird beers that I've never had, I've been spending a lot of times, geez, a lot of time hunting around uh, for stuff at different liquor stores. And so um, I definitely had uh, uh, th- uh, three different uh, Belgian bottles of Belgian beer that I that I grabbed and drank and was was really pumped because uh, it is definitely hard to find Belgian beer these days. Um, but yeah, I had some triple Carmelite or Carmelite, however you want to say it, uh, a couple of different uh, uh, Chimay's Chimay okay. beers, uh, red and the blue. Um, pretty pumped about that. Uh, like I, I don't know if maybe it's just Hudson as it is that it's harder to find some. It's yeah, I some mean stuff. Like, um, as far as, like, just, like, good, clean, like, uh, Belgians go, like, you can usually find, like, some Lambics and stuff like that at, um, at the local liquor stores, but finding, like, doubles and triples, even just, like, a good, like, Belgian blonde is kind of rough. I know I'd found some Akel, uh, at Cerdix a bunch of years ago, and Akel is, like, one of the seven of the Cistercian, you know, Trappist monasteries and it's they make or rather I think they only they only send like a few thousand barrels to the United States. Um, I'm not sure if Cerdix still has it and I'm not sure if Cerdix is still standing at this point. Uh, it's probably boarded up the riots and yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some heavy duty stuff going on in uh, our in neighboring our, our neighbor. Well, yeah, it is in our technically for the most. I don't know. I would just say it is in our neck of the woods. It's, well, it's it's where I live, too. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. It's yeah, definitely. Right? I mean, we could just quick, quick 30 second update. It's boarded, yeah. up, boarded up businesses trying to protect their. <laughs> Their products and mm-hmm. their windows, and there's apparently people coming in from out of town and looting and rioting, and yeah. so we are a lot of trouble. Officially, but it's also um, just it's 
the community members coming together and cleaning up after them and doing right. things. So it's it's a weird, weird time in mm-hmm. Minneapolis right now. We are officially speaking of the George uh, Floyd uh, murder. Yeah. And uh, I and suppose... And the after effect. And the after effect. And I suppose, I mean, we could spend the whole show talking about that, but this is a homebrew podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> So we will move on, but I, I think it's important to acknowledge that um, mm-hmm. what is what's uh, sadly going on. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Katie, what have you been up to? How about me? Uh, beer related. So we are in full swing um, in this work. We're, we're going to be talking about this today mm-hmm. as far as being open at the brewery. So uh, we're busy. Uh, Ethan, my co-brewer, uh, we're brewing, keg canning, keg kegging finally again, uh, which we were, that was very much on hold during the, the closing of the brewery or the tap room. Um, and we pretty much just brew Minnesconsin, our hellish lager. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I've asked several times, like, oh, what are you guys brewing today? And they're like, uh, Minnesconsin again, yeah, right, I said, Brian? So. I, yeah, it's like, what are you brewing? Uh, take one guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we brewed. Um, we're a we're a we brewed ninety barrels of Minnesconsin since a week ago Thursday. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, and I think we have another sixty that we're gonna do either this coming week or the following. Well, it's because yeah. it's the base beer for the Shandy. And the oh, Shandy okay. is. Yeah. I mean, one of our distributors alone took two hundred and sixty cases yeah. off our hands. Yeah. So, like a few days ago, or yeah. well, no, a few weeks, a week, years ago, and we'll probably get another order from them like that in a week or two. Yeah. So, so uh, it's awesome. good. I um I feel you know I I my my drop my job is super dreamy. I love it. So it's good. It's good to be there doing that work. But it's it's we've shifted from kind of twiddling our thumbs to yeah. like full on full on production again. Yep. Our, uh, our I'm drinking a spotted cow cow right now, and that that's New Glarus's big beer. And I our spotted cow is Lemon Breaker Shandy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Yes. Whatever, I'll take it. How about right. you, Casey? Um, yeah. yeah, what have I been up to? Uh, Beer-related, not a ton. I uh, brewed, uh, did a collab brew uh, with a friend yesterday. Um, we went and uh, we brewed a hazy uh, IPA, um, and that was that was fun. Uh, I got to use some of the information from the new IPA book to try to help improve that. Yeah. Um, and my buddy finally got his first water report, so we were able nice. to, um, you know, fiddle with the water a bit and... Katie does a little bit of that. No, and then uh, we yeah. used uh, we used cryo hops for the first time oh. uh, at, at the flame out, and uh, it turned the beer green. What? Uh, yeah. So when we when we pulled uh, when we pulled it out of the kettle into the fermenter, like it looked like green pond water. Okay. Does it still look that way? I, I it probably doesn't now. Like, but just so, like yeah. when it was in there, just like there's a bunch of like fine, super fine, like hot particulate. Yeah. Like one of those. Like, is that supposed to happen? Yep. We we're yeah. kind of just like, huh? But it smelled good and it tasted fine. Interesting. So cryo pellets, though. Yeah. So Sierra Nevada, you only uses whole cone and cryo powder, and I believe they're the only brewery that uses cryo powder. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm guessing it's the same, just like the powder's been pelletized. Oh, for powder. Pellets. Well, no, but for oh yeah, yeah, hops, yeah. yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't, it was it was it was super. It was fun. It was super cool. Uh, just because yeah, use a use a new product for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then uh, other than that, I'm waiting for the. Uh, the the new brew system to show up that'll be here uh, this week. So not next episode, but the episode after, I should be able to give a few thoughts on that. Cool. Um, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how it like you know how how it functions and if it makes my brew day any easier. 
or gives me any I mean, control. That was the idea, just, right? Just different, right? Yeah, or just different. <laughs> It'll probably just be different. I'm guessing. Do you want you want to give a shout out uh, a little? little Buzz to what, what system you bought? Uh, yeah, I got the uh, the the Robo Brew uh, Brewzilla version three point nice. one or whatever. Okay. So, and that is a uh, how big of a pot is it? Uh, I think it's it, I think it's a ten gallon pot, so you can do a full five gallon batch. In but it. it's an electric all in one. Yeah, it's okay. electric all in one. So got like it. basically big brew in a bag system. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to fiddle with it. It'll be fun. Uh, other than that, not much. Just uh, just been drinking a bunch of stuff. Uh, speaking of New Glarus, I pulled a uh, 2016 Cranbic out of the cellar yesterday, and that was amazing. Neat. So that was that was fun. But yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about COVID because that's that's a thing that we can do. Yeah, here's another horrible thing we can talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I kind of wanted to. We we talked a little bit uh, last week, um, but we talked more kind of off air about this, and I thought it would be really interesting. Uh, discussion topic to kind of have, but reopening after COVID, uh, like the challenges, like what measures you've been putting in place, because Wisconsin, for those of you not in the know, um, in the U.S., was one of the first states to just full-blown open yep, um, and kind of just let uh, let business owners and local governments decide what that looks like. Um, and so there wasn't really any kind of plan, any kind of anything in place to facilitate this opening. Um, and so it was a lot of scrambling on everybody's part. So, uh, yeah, let's say, so, uh, I guess starting, starting at the beginning, like what were the things that helped you, helped you decide that it was time to reopen? Uh, because we could one, two, uh, making sure that our staff was comfortable with how, and that, that was, that was it. That was the main concern. And then after that, um, trying to take a look at what the guidelines were set forth, uh, you know, cause we were supposed to open a few weeks before that. So there, there were some sets of guidelines surfacing and May 4th, roughly, uh, the Brewers Association actually released the coronavirus resource center. So, and I'll rattle off some of this stuff here. I'm not going to get too much in depth because there, you can look at this yourself if, Assuming you can all read, <laughs> and if you want to get further in depth on this, then then go right ahead. But uh, those are the the main things, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, without getting too far into it, because I know we've got a, a rubric here, but uh, that I'm not looking at. But yeah, that was the 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 first couple things here. And going back to the you know talking about staff um, understanding, it was it was also you know input from staff. What mm-hmm. what what we felt comfortable with and you know Definitely. I don't I don't necess- I don't work yeah. in the tap room I did work for a few hours in the tap room on the first day but it was it was all we all sat down as a group of the seven of us and well, talked yeah. about we were we're down to like I think we have we a have couple more now. now we have eight nine nine, nine yeah. employees back yeah. now yeah. we were down from like 21 yeah so oh, wow so, so the this, seven of us were yeah sat down and and said you know I mean we can talk about the measures in place but all the measures that we put in place to make it comfortable for us and it was always a discussion of if you're not comfortable, then we need to have a discussion about it. And um, that was that was a big thing about about the decision. I think yeah. that was helpful for. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the the thing was is that it was it was suddenly okay. It's Wednesday. Uh, you can open tomorrow, which is Thursday. And there was so much backlash uh, from people who were angry that we could open, or angry that you couldn't open. 
that we just felt backed into a corner and we were like, bah, like, okay, we're not just going to suddenly open tomorrow. Uh, we're not going to do it. We're going to just gather everyone together on, on, you know, Thursday or Friday or whatever it was and, and talk about it. Just like Katie said, um, you know, we talked about having, you know, people, this this kind of gets us to the second part here, but the measures in place. Yeah, yeah. Let's but, just kind of roll right. Yeah, into that. sure. So the <clears throat> the first thing that that we did uh, when we started doing to go uh, back when was to you know like uh, understand an SOP as far as you know like every hour you clean every surface, and with table turnover you're you're getting them clean. You know now that it's open. Uh, you're getting that cleaned, you know, every, you know, you flip the table and it gets cleaned anyway, but the bar gets wiped down every hour as it is. And and then any, any of the other surfaces were, uh, had a piece of blue painter's tape on it. And those were things to, to, you know, cue everyone into running around and being like, okay, that's a thing every hour that needs to be wiped, sanitized, et cetera, et cetera. So that was one of the things to keep the front area. And we sectioned off the barrel room. So we didn't allow anyone in there during the to go times. Um, and then, the other measures were to make sure that all of the tables were six feet away from each other. Um, and then we kind of made this <clears throat> the way that, the, you know, we, you know, it, it kind of morphed. There was a natural progression as to how to make it more safe and more efficient. And so we changed how the, how, the way of how, how the line into the brewery works um, and stuff like that. We um, took uh, bar, all the bar. So normally, you know, you have bar stools at the counter yep. we took, um, or the bar, we took all those out for now. And, yep. um, you know, at some point, well, those will go back in place or maybe yeah. at 50% or something. But, you know, one of the weird things was removing the water station. It's like, you can't, you know, fucking water station. I mean, people come in and they're like, can I have a glass of ice water? And it's like, well, we don't have ice because we don't serve drinks. We don't have mm-hmm. any reason to have an ice machine. Um, and so we took the water station because you, you have to. Uh, you can't. We, we, had to, we had to pull all of the... Like what was we like a table with like condiments and silverware and thing? I, I don't know. We can't have paper menus. We took all the games away. Uh, games are gone. We had a kids corner that we just completely pulled out. Mm-hmm. And don't have that anymore. All the arcade games and arcade games are, are kind of still shut off. down. I think that might go back up at an at your own risk. We're gonna clean it a few times a day thing. Yeah. Um. So, but ma- uh, all the employees uh are, are required. Uh, but. You know, we rather you're, if you're behind the bar, you have to wear a mask. Period. Um, if you're serving beer behind the bar, you have to wear a mask. Um, I was doing a lot of glassware and working the door. I was not really wearing a mask. It was on. It was off. It was really hard to to do what I was doing. Um. We also started doing uh, something when you're behind the bar. Uh, you have one person taking orders and mm-hmm. kind of managing the card payments and the money and the other person yep, pouring. pouring. Okay. And, if you and they're switch, wearing gloves. You have to and, either, yep. yeah, switch gloves or wash hands. And they are washing their gloves while they're on their hands as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's you know, you, you the point... There's another barrier there. Well, right. The point here is that you, <laughs> you're, you're either going to get the germs on your hands or you're going to get the germs on your gloves. And then you're, the gloves are going to transfer it. So you don't need to be wearing gloves all the time. You just need to make sure you're sanitizing and washing your hands. So... There's there's a couple reasons for the gloves. Is one to keep you know the sticky beer off your hands, two to keep protect you, protect the other people. But you've got to wash that the same as you would your hands. So right. Well, and gloves are kind of a nice reminder too, like yes. that. Oh hey, don't touch my face. Yep. Don't. Yeah. Well, that that's a good part of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, too. So. Um. What else? I feel like there's more that we're not. Uh, is there? Uh, so you, you mentioned uh, separating the tables. Do you have a capacity limit that's different? Yeah, now? it's ninety nine. 
period. I mean, we we go over that like when so the entire building is 99 or the entire space with people is 99. But uh, trust me, we've had more. And then we have a, a big patio and then we have a, a permanent variance in our parking lot so we can uh, just put we park a truck in in the driveway of the brewery and then people can just stand around and the parking lot or sit at the tables and drink beer. Okay. If you looked and, at the cameras we, at the brewery right now, the parking lot would be jam packed with people. Yeah. And we set that, that up during, you know, the weekends, Friday, right through Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So you, so you, you see, so you open up, you have these measures in place. Um, and we're, we're a border town. Like, yeah, right, like Hudson's a border town, and it's very easy access for like it's it's a main thoroughfare for Minnesota, and Minnesota's still shut down right now. So I know uh, I've heard a lot of we've had a lot of people coming over from Minnesota and stuff. But uh, have you encountered any issues like with people? Like what what are the issues that you've encountered with with reopening and well the patrons and stuff to be like to be blunt, um, a lot of the people that are coming in are not. Um, brewery veterans, uh, or maybe they've been to a few, um, and they they are looking at it like, oh, another place to drink, w- which is fine because then we can give them the exposure and show them how a tap mm-hmm. room works post COVID, and serve them some delicious beer and get that that quality exposure. Like, oh, hey, you know, at, you know, when stuff was shut down, we saw there was this great brewery and. In Hudson, so so that part's great, but um, at the same time, there are a lot of people that just don't give a shit. They do not want to distance. They don't fucking care. They want to cluster. They want to touch each other. They don't care. They want to stand right on top of each other and not not follow what I would consider to be some pretty fucking universal guidelines. Like just stay six feet away. And I think um, you know, for us. And that you know that because that it's not everybody that walks mm-hmm. in the door for sure, but right. there's oh no, there's definitely you know we do have I think we're probably um, as far as the tw- from the Twin Cities, the closest yes brewery yeah I mean Lacrosse is an interesting border to point. at least Minneapolis and St Paul so you know we're getting a lot of people from over there and other states quite frankly um, it, it's yeah oh yeah oh yeah Michigan California I mean all over the place Utah California there are people flying in. To, to Wisconsin staying here so that they could just hang out and drink. The hotels were full. We were wow. People. Yes. Yeah. I so had no idea about that. I would say that 85, 80, 85% of the people that were uh, uh, hanging out at our place in the last two weeks uh, or so uh, were from not from out of state. And had never been there. And probably. had never been there. Yep. And um, our merchandise uh, revenue has shot through the roof. Uh, because it's people have never been there, um, so they're buying all our merch. Um, but yeah, and we're struggling to keep it, you know, um, sane. And there's always a line out the door, almost, because uh, you can only fit so many people. We've tried this whole like serpentine. We've tried the X's on the floor, and you know what? What it just broke down to the one day is me just shouting at the crowd, "Hey, like you guys got to back up. You got to distance. You got to move. You got to this. You got to that." And um, and these people are, you know, are have been pretty receptive right. to that and for the, for the most part and yes and um so you know i don't want to have this you know people that are kind of like mm-hmm. the people that like going to breweries that have kind of been reluctant to, to come out it's not like it's the, the total wild west no. at hop and barrel at all no god no. um but it is you know I, and i think you know us having masks on it sort of 
people walk in and they're like, oh, okay, they've got some standards here that, <laughs> and they want to they want to be there. They want to drink the beer. Yeah. So, um, there's not been a ton of pushback, um, or you know anything gross really happening. In oh, the that's brewery. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned your your way down um, staff from where you were before. Mm-hmm. Um, was was any of that people not wanting to come back because of the issue at all, or? Was it just like you're you're just slowly building back up? Slowly building, and okay. no, we we were, um, like I said, we worked really hard to make sure people were comfortable to come back, okay. and yeah, we're just slowly building back, and and you know the people that are coming back are comfortable. So, yeah. um, you know, and I mean our hours are only twelve to eight now. Uh, I just don't believe that anyone's coming in after eight o'clock to quaff craft beer at this juncture yeah. of this whole you're deal. you're not wrong so i mean you know i mean the, the, these people are looking for harder drinks and they can have that there's tons of there's you know 20 other bars or something in downtown so yeah um but yeah uh interesting and i think the you know the going from what 21 and this is i don't i i'm i'm not the employer but going from 21 to you know say nine people it was also a little bit of a kind of what what do we need or what, what were we, what were you, what were, well, what, what was Hop and Barrel utilizing as, um, with their employment that maybe we could sort of, you know, Shuffle rely on other and, people yeah. mm-hmm. to do instead. And so, you know, I think a little bit of that has happened. Yeah. And, you know, also the, some of the people, um, that didn't, maybe aren't or didn't come back or won't come back, you know, they also probably potentially had, I know, had other things going on. I know that's happened with other businesses that yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know uh, Matt, uh, who bartender at Emma's, uh, they were down to just two or three bartenders after this because, like, there was there was an issue of being comfortable to come back. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I know that was that was uh, that has been a thing that has. Yeah, been and that's some, fine. Uh, I, you know, if, if you're afraid of stuff, don't do it. It's it's yep. just like everything else in real life. No one's forcing anyone to do anything. Um, you know, but what you need to understand and the reason why we were so vehement about the the way that stuff, you know, the first steps are going to look and that is so that everybody is comfortable. My staff first, they take precedence. Second, everyone else that's there. Yeah. So that's why I was doing a lot of like, hey, everybody, you know, let's distance because, you know, some people aren't going to say, hey, I'm uncomfortable with this. They're just going to you know, deal with it. Yeah. So. But it's that uh, that minute or that that uh, that uh, Midwest repression. Well, and it's funny if you're listening. Don't from, rock that boat. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening from somewhere other than the Upper Midwest, like that, people don't want to sit by each other around here anyway. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of a common mid, Upper Midwest thing. We were already distancing before this. So. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like you put the German beer hall tables in the brewery, and there's two people sitting at the end oh, of one table, and yeah. people will not sit at the same it's table. It's so funny. Yeah. Like it's, it's it will hilarious. be. It it will be a packed thing, so, and there, there will be people standing around the table. Yeah. And like, and unless unless you actually invite, be like, "Hey, you can sit here." Mm-hmm. Like, they will not. Yeah, yeah. So a table yeah. set for eight people, there maybe be four, and yeah. they're two two total groups of strangers and, and, at the yeah. very opposite ends of the table. <laughs> and they Un- unbelievable. They don't look at each other. We were social distancing before this shit. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> But um, uh, all right. Uh, so I guess kind of a final part here. Um, so I'm going to a, you know, do a brewery or something. How do I be a good like post COVID patron? Check the signs on the front door. Does it say mask required? Uh, check websites, check Facebook, uh, check the social media sites to see kind of how 
how people are uh, implementing guidelines for st- uh, staff safety distancing, PPP, PPE usage. Um, well, and 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 res- you know, just respect the, the the what what the brewery's asking of you. Mm-hmm. You know, in our case, and I hope that other uh, other breweries would follow suit. You know, these were all. Um, kind of guidelines that we set in place as an entire staff, not just one or two people yeah. saying this is what we're going to do. So, you know, it isn't, we're, you know, it isn't the employer making the bar, the beer tender wear a mask. It's the beer tender making that choice for right. themselves. Exactly. So, you know, if you want to, if you're, you know, you're respectful of the brewery, respectful of the staff working at the brewery, just, you know, follow, follow suit and respect those guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be super helpful. Uh, again, it, you know, if you're, if you're reluctant, um, then, then don't go. Then don't go. You know, but also it isn't, you know. This but you can remember that you can still get to go beer. <laughs> yes, you can still get to go Yeah, beer. like all the, uh, all the, all the, all the during, or all the, like the, the things you had during COVID, like the takeout. And are you guys still doing the curbside at all or? Uh, we, we will. We just, I mean, we, it, it the, as soon as our particular brewery is completely different than others. So, you know, right. this well, is what happened at ours. Uh, as soon as we opened the to-go business went. Yeah, it was gone. It was okay. done. Yeah. Well, and also uh, now downtown Hudson, you can't park anywhere. So yeah, <laughs> I, I tried to drive to the brewery today, but I took a right and went back around the block and went up the hill to my house. I was like, I'm not even gonna bother. Yeah, I was gonna stop in before I, I got here and I was passing through, but um, I you know I thought about it for a second and with other things happening, I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna that today because downtown Hudson is very busy it's people from all over yeah. are coming into downtown Hudson to, well, to, to kind of normalize get a, their lives well, yeah, a little and bit and get a break from everything yeah. yeah so I mean it's it's packed right now I did yeah. a call when we were on the way to the studio to see if I could run go down and help and they and I couldn't and they got two additional people down there Justin and Misty had to run in so wow. um, not to crazy. mention it's gorgeous here right it's now beautiful. You know? oh it's absolutely it's beautiful the weather perfect, perfect perfect upper midwest you know 75 degree yeah. sunny day yeah. so. so i did 18 holes on the disc golf course this morning it was beautiful hell yeah man uh all right so uh, i guess one last question um any tips for drinking beer with a mask on no don't <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> There has been a few times where I'll be behind the bar. You know, I, I the only time I'm really behind the bar is to pour myself a beer, and I've actually gotten to the point where I don't like to ask the people to do things for me like that. But um, I just stay back. But it's like you, you you have a mask on, you go, you pour your beer, and my automatic reactions as I'm turning whoop. around just take a. And I was like, that is not gonna work. Well, you, well, I mean, I you, you got to take that sip so you don't yeah. spill any. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so if you are, <laughs> we didn't really go over this list because I mean we can we can we're about done here. But oh yeah, we got a few minutes. Go oh ahead. sure. Okay. Well, so for as far as like a checklist for uh, opening goes, um, this is as of uh, the, uh, May twentieth. Uh, this is a checklist for reopening um, as the Brewers Association states. So if you are looking to uh, get real uh, deeper into this, you can go right ahead and Google. Uh, the checklist for reopening from the Brewers Association. Uh, your first steps are to review federal, state, local capacity and distancing requirements because that is totally different uh, state to state, uh, county to county, even. Um, so, uh, and then and then city to city uh, to some extent. Um, so, 
review the distancing requirements, group meeting limitations, restaurant or bar specific rules uh, requiring your compliance. Uh, review the CDC and OSHA federal guide, guidance implement procedures to safeguard employees and customers. Uh, inspect and inventory personal protective equipment or PPE. Have a lot of that on hand. Sanitizer, have that on hand um, and other uh, health and safety needs course uh restarting your draft system you should have probably mothballed your draft system unless you were flowing crawlers pretty heavily like we were um uh so consider and then additionally consider any preventative maintenance that might have been overlooked during the period of shutdown or reduced brewery operations because there are things like boilers that generally um you want your boiler on at all times for efficiency's sake but if you're not brewing as much you may want to shut it down and so just kind of be wary when you're firing up equipment that's been down for a long time uh, implement uh, as far as staff goes implement uh, guidelines for staff safety distancing PPE usage um, get your training sessions going for SOPs um, a few other things just real quick uh, put hand washing signs make sure on the front door of you know where you're at uh, put uh, you know mask required or not um, that's just a few things so and then update your visitor capacity based on local and state and county guidelines and a good way to do that uh, like we mentioned we, we just took half the seating out mm-hmm. and I think Literally. that 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 kind of showed people like hey we give a oh shit. this room is full because all the ta- all the chairs were full yeah um, and so then they would go you know especially on, on weekends they go out into the parking lot and then they'll stand and kind of find an outdoor space or the patio do but you guys I, have the parking lot closed yeah we block on the <coughs> Friday through Friday Sunday, Sunday we okay. we just usually it's Justin he'll park his big green yep. truck in front of the entrance <laughs> and block it um, okay. Or the delivery van, whichever is available. But yeah. yeah, there's if I pulled up the camera, there's probably about a hundred people standing around the parking lot right now drinking. Oh wow! So and probably another thirty, forty on the patio, and there's probably ninety nine in. So wow. it's I guarantee you. <laughs> Downtown's crazier today. So anyway, yeah, that's what I. All right. Um. Yeah. Any any last uh, last things you guys want to say about this topic before we wrap up or. Be careful, and, yeah, and Godspeed, yeah, and 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 do it, do what you're comfortable with, yep. do what your staff's yep. comfortable with. Your staff is the most important piece of this. If they're not comfortable, then you something needs to be done. And I and I think that you know, in general, the craft brewing industry is pretty um, socially oh. conscious, you know, about yeah, about. I would agree with that. How they want people to be treated in their in their establishment. So if they're reopening, um, they are thinking about. You know, I can't speak for everyone, but they are thinking about you as the consumer and their staff, and they're trying to make a, a space that is what it was before all this started, which was a you know a comfortable, safe, cultured. Yeah. Maybe not so much, but yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Depending <laughs> culture. Is it a certain I culture? Suppose, yeah. Cultured environment where um, it's not just a bar. It's, you know, it's different, yeah. you know? I mean, that, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, why why would we close at 8 o'clock? Well, because people are not trying to... Yeah, you're not... You know, you're no longer... Beer. Yeah, yeah, you're no longer, like, you know, enjoying a beer. Now like, it's, now it's, it's time for strong drink. Now, now we're drinking. Yeah. So now now's when the bourbon comes out or whatever. Right. Or the scotch. All right. Well, I think I think that about covers it. Uh, if you guys have any like uh, COVID uh, questions that like these guys can answer, please like shoot us an email. Uh, if you're if you're a brewery out there, like kind of uh, looking or looking at your reopening plan, Brian, can they reach out to you? Yeah, definitely. Justin and I are actually um, going to be sitting on the the committee that will help businesses reopen. 
um, or guide them as to how. Um, okay. Uh, where, where would be the best place for them to reach out to you guys? Oh, uh, it would just be Brian at hopandbarrelbrewing.com. And, and, you know, if there's any... With Brian with an I. <laughs> if there's any uh, pro brewers listening in, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much, but between Ethan and I, you can contact me at Katie with an I-E at mm-hmm. hopandbarrelbrewing.com. Yeah. If you're wondering how, how to transition back from not not doing as much kegging or whatever, uh, you know, switching yeah. how, you're, how you're doing your production. Obviously, there's a few things that we um, didn't didn't or can't get to uh, as to how this might work. And obviously, your situation is going to be different than ours. And so, um, you know, if you're having trouble with that, get a hold of us. Uh, there are good some good um, local brewery groups online that you can check with. Um, yeah. All right. That's what I got. All right, guys. Uh, well, uh, thank you for tuning in this week. And if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindinstudios or follow us on Twitter at blindinstudios or ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Good night.